0: In Barbados, the name Nichols is synonymous with bread, and more specifically, salt bread, a Bajan, Barbadian favorite for tummy-filling sandwiches we call cutters. Harold Nichols founded Nichols Baking Company in Antigua in 1958, but then relocated the business to Barbados, where it has been operating since 1967. There's no question of its longevity, but it's the corporate brand's most recent moves that have caught my attention. Before 2014, when I heard the name Nichols, I just thought, "Mm, hmm, old-fashioned. Now the, quote, traditional bakery fusing modern equipment with yesteryear baking skills, end quote, has decisively upped its brand game. And it's done this by owning that position of tradition and building on it. In this third episode of Backstage with Bajan Brands, Melanie Springer of Brownist Eye Productions, the company tasked with the 2017 Nichols Baking Company rebrand, shares a bit about that process. Hi, Melanie Springer. Welcome to Backstage with Bajam Brands. Hello, Deanne. Lovely to be here. Mm -hmm. Now, your company, Brownest Eye Productions, Productions, worked on a rebrand for Nichols. That's true. But I first want to hear about Brownest Eye Productions. Tell me about Brownest Eye.
1: Okay, so Brownest Eye Productions is a multimedia services company, and we provide a range of services ranging from television commercials, music videos, to brand communications um, consultation, um, so I could be producing a documentary, or I could be doing a museum exhibit, or I could be helping somebody rebrand or manage their current brand, manage and maintain a, a current representation of themselves that's attractive to the to the public. So you
0: yourself are pretty multifaceted. Now tell right. me about Melanie Springer because I know Melanie Springer <laughs> as an artist exactly so you know somebody tells me about the rebrand of Nichols, and they say melanie springer's right. behind this brownest dye productions and i say
1: okay well you know the reality is that um the easiest description for myself is that i'm an artist but i'm an artist with who uses more than one medium so sometimes the medium is fine art, sometimes it's the written word, sometimes it's music, mm-hmm. sometimes it's film and television. Mm-hmm. Um, what that hopefully makes me into is a multifaceted person who's able to look at a product or creative um, idea from more than one perspective. Right. How can I represent this product using the written word or using music or using something more visual? Yes. And how can I appeal to all of the senses yes so it's a complete let's say 360 sensorial experience Um, my background yes is in fine arts so I I went to school in Puerto Rico I studied plastic arts in Puerto Rico I studied art education at the Barbados Community College and I studied film and television at the EIC TV um, La Escuela Internacional de Cine y Televisión in Cuba right yes so that's my background. And there I studied sound engineering. So that I, I originally went there to study, um, let's see, it was photography and, and, and camera work. Right. Then I realized that probably I would, I would benefit more from understanding how music worked and how sound worked because it was an area that was necess- possibly lacking. For for most people at that time, most people want to know how to edit and create film, mm-hmm. but I wanted to understand how how film how sound worked with that um, the creating of an uh, of a of a piece of an experience.
0: Yeah. yeah. Melanie, what you're talking about as an artist and somebody who appeals to the emotion. So, you know, there's a school of thought and branding. Right. Um, that branding is kind of the sum of those interactions that a, a consumer has with that product service company. Mm. And, and then behind a brand is really about the emotion and right. the experience. Mm-hmm. So, uh, would you say you're in that kind of school
1: of, of thought? When I teach my students, I do explain to them that the multimedia tools that you have access to yeah. can sway opinion. Yes, yes. They can mold and shape. They can turn people's ideas from something positive to something negative. That's where your ideology, your personal ideology and your spirituality comes into to, to, to play. You have to make a decision what kind of communicator you want to be. Mm. I prefer to surround myself with products and clients who I can believe in.
0: So, so tell me something about the emotional, mm-hmm. experiential associations that a Nichols consumer has with the company that you were able to build on as you freshened up the company well,
1: one of the things i know that would directly impact why we chose to expand in terms of depots is that Nichols customers get very annoyed and upset when they're going to the store and they're in the bread right i could say it like Simple. that because if you happen to be mr Nichols or somebody related Nichols standing in somebody's aisle and they go to reach for whatever their preferred bread is, a salt bread or something, and it ain't there, they're really not happy. And if you care about your customer, you want to understand how you can make them happy more often. Yeah. yeah? And it's finding that balance between um, making the customer happy and maintaining the integrity of the product. So that battle of quality versus quantity. Yes, yes, that is something that the client, um, Nichols must figure out, and I must figure out how to help them market their product in such a way that that balance of supply and demand and quality and quantity is maintained. Mm
0: -hmm. So one of the things people wanted was convenience and and accessibility. And And what what else do you think, you know, they really associated nickels with, so I say in my article, Mm. nickels is synonymous with bread, but Mm. what else do you think on an emotional level? On
1: an emotional level, and it's not just, it's, you know, Emotions such as loyalty and re- reliability and accessibility are things that give people comfort. And so one of the comforts that Nichols Customers has is that promise that the, the food is fresh. Um, and the slogan says it, always fresh. It's the one thing we can guarantee. And it was one of the, the things that our research, the results that our research showed. Right. Is synonymous with nickels. The customer believes that nickels the reason to go for nickels product is because it is always fresh. Baked same day. Baked same day. That is nickels promise to his client that will not change. Mm-hmm.
0: And then do you think that you were just reinforcing some of those associations that consumers had, or do you think you were building on that? And trying to it's create a combination more of you-
1: both. It's a combination of both, because any good marketer knows that you must have loyal customers and you must satisfy your loyal customer. So in, uh, the most important thing in a rebrand is to not alienate the loyal customer, because of course, there would have been that customer that was not ready for change. Most people don't like change. And so if you listen to some of the advertising campaigns we had when it was Nichols has a new look. Right. Emphasis was on a particular character who was going all upset, getting upset because orange was everywhere. Right. Right. So that is to appeal to, to appease the loyal customer, we know we have changed. We know that you might have preferred the swirly looking in. The swirly <laughs> looking in is not as um, graphically compatible as the current Nichols logo with the new multimedia trends available to us. So, for example, if you look at the Nichols logo, the O can actually be extracted. It's a smile emoticon. Now, that wouldn't have been any use to anybody 10 years ago. Right. But now everybody knows that you can hashtag and smiley face, and that Nichols smile emoticon represents something very important, and Nichols wants to make the customer smile. Right.
0: Right. So, Melanie, speaking of the multimedia and digital space, we know social media... Is the thing now? How has this whole experience then led Nichols into adopting, adapting, and embracing social media? And and how was that? Um, how did you do that for the rebrand?
1: Well, if you were, it came into brand communications, let's say, fifteen or twenty years ago. You probably weren't certain that social media was here to stay. Now we are pretty clear that social media serves a very important purpose that traditional media can't always do because of cost and reachability. Yeah. How much people you have access to. Right. If you are a brand, regardless of your product, the world is now your potential customer. And as much as you need A human storefront, and there's importance in a human storefront, virtual storefronts do so much for you. And so having a a presence on the internet, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or any of these other people, or if you are doing Google ads, it's all very important to getting your message out there and letting the customer know we are here. Is this what you're interested in? We have it. Yeah. Um, And so having a logo that was flexible digitally, attractive to a broad customer base that, yes, at its heart is Beijing or likes Beijing richness of beijing food and beijing culture because that right. is what Nichols represents right so naturally when we go to promoting on the facebook page we're going to try to deal with our um customers from that perspective what is what is Nichols core Selling point, what is it that we're selling, really a, a good Beijing experience, an right. authentic Beijing experience. Those are some of the ideas that we push forward. And where can you get the product? We have depots now. Mm-hmm. So you can go to a gas station, you can go to the market, but you can also come to Nickels and be completely enveloped in the experience because everything in there is Nickels and related to... Nichols making you have this wonderful beijing experience
0: and of course it's a means for Nichols mm-hmm. to keep getting that customer feedback that of has course. been so important to them because these social social channels. media
1: <laughs> is a, the most immediate way are we upset we're gonna tell you right away are we happy have you run out whatever the experience is we can hear what it is whatever the problem is we can fix it sooner rather than later
0: what was the idea behind a container store? Where did that come from?
1: Um, there are many practical reasons for why you would have a container store. Um, and I suppose one of them is that you can pick it up and move it when you need to. Right. Um, another one would probably be affordability. Um, brand, Creating a brand and a rebrand is about uh, coming together ideas and, a, and an expressing of the ideas that the product provider has. So, Nichols, the client, has a product and they're very clear and obvious practical um, needs that you have to fulfill. Right. And so, brand communications and branding is about practicality and customer accessibility. And it's about marrying all of the different logistics related to making a product available at whatever quantity, in whatever location. It's the standard marketing price, product, placement, those kinds of things. But what happens is when you sit down behind closed doors in a meeting Mm -hmm. and you get to know your client, you understand how those four Ps or five Ps are specific to that client. Yeah. All brand communication strategies are essentially the same. Um, it's just this idea that the it's the product that makes the approach different. Yes. And it's the the personality of the person selling the product that makes the approach different. Right. So. There's no rebranding that does not consider the personality of the service provider, of the product creator? So I
0: often think as, um, so my, my memory of Nichols mm-hmm. would have been uh, a guy in a car who would come every Saturday mm-hmm. and um, I believe Nichols bread would be in the trunk. And mm-hmm. so I do have kind of a memory of Nichols being mm-hmm. kind of your, you know, neighborhood, neighborhood mm-hmm. kind of accessible bread brand, if you yeah. want to call it that. Right. And so when mm-hmm. I saw a container decked out in the Nichols colors and I could go in there and pull the door, the glass door and get some bread. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, you know, that neighborhood baker all over again. It's
1: accessible again. You have a car now so you can, you can get there. Yeah. But it's still closer than going... To another parish. Right. Yeah, also very
0: down-to-earth just right. because, and I'm mm-hmm. talking specifically about the one six Roads right. in St. Mm-hmm. Philip, mm-hmm. very down-to-earth because there are a lot of other, you know, small enterprises Parises there. Right. Exactly. Um, so kind of really in the heart of the people, right. as, as you would say. And,
1: and that's a very intelligent place to be. Um, I think that any person who's selling any product is aware that it's human traffic that influences um, settlement. Where are you going to? Where are you coming from? This six roads, for example, is a perfect location for people to converge, just as, let's say, Warrens is a perfect place for people to converge. And depending on what those people are doing and what those people's needs are, besides what can be sold there. Mm -hmm. So it's a natural... Um, positive move for us to to find depots to place ourselves where people are moving and where people are settling and at some point these people who are moving and settling need to eat
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would you say that Nichols owns that position of being the traditional baker is that something that they're, they're, they're proud of and that will
1: remain I So I don't know if the word ownership is a is a word that can be used, but I know that Nichols claims it for themselves and their customers agree. Yes. And it's because the customers have said it that Nichols can claim it.
0: Good, good, yeah? good, good. So this is something then that you think is really purely customer generated. That I think is a really strong brand. Right.
1: Nichols is a strong brand because Nichols listens to its customers. Yeah. And constantly feeds back with its customers.
0: Wonderful. Um, so what is next then for Brownest Eye Productions? By the way, I, I hear congrats are in order because you told me that as a result of the rebrand for Nichols, you won some Addy yes. Award. Yes.
1: Well, so, I, I definitely. So what category, right. you know, tell, tell right. us about that. OK, so I no man is an island and Brownest Eye Productions did not rebrand Nichols on our own. We work with a team of very of very creative individuals who were able to look at the rebranding holistically from our different perspectives. So very critical to the Nichols look and feel is the graphic artist, right. Shelley Mears, who actually is very skilled in graphic arts and heads up the graphics department at Community College. Then you have to have relationships with your photographers, with with your client. Everyone is part and parcel. But we did win mm-hmm. two silvers mm-hmm. and one gold Addy Awards for
0: the rebrand. Right. Yes. And what, what category? So was it specific um, to
1: rebranding? Yes, there's a category that's specific to rebranding. And then there, there was another category that had to do with I know it was the posters that won, so we'd done some posters to promote, like the cassava bread, the great cake, and various other products that were in the depots. Right. Cheesecake. We expanded on some of the types of products we are offering. Because obviously right. cheesecake is not, it's traditional. not traditional. So no. there you see it, an opportunity to be appealing to a new target customer right, base. Right,
0: right, right.
1: So Because so then, the only way to grow is to expand the types of customers you speak
0: with. Yeah. Right, so product development then and mm-hmm. product variation was definitely a part of, of this Yes. Rebrand process. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. It's been wonderful to talk to you. Um, This has been the third episode of Backstage with Bajan Brands. Wonderful. And so next time then, Melanie, I'm hoping to be speaking about another brand that, that you yes. manage. So we'll hear a little bit more about what Brownist Eye Productions is will be doing. doing and is doing. So you talked yes. about museums and so on. So now my curiosity yes. is
1: peaked. Well, really and truly, um, I have one book published, published in 2009, mm-hmm. Pearl and Caribbean Story, but I'm hoping to publish two more books within the next year or so Right. so I'll probably be doing a little bit of brand communications from behind the scenes but pushing individual publications in the, in the immediate future
0: well congrats on the awards for Nichols you. and congrats on the work that was done there yes. and backstage with Beijing Brands will be in
1: touch wonderful thank, thank you. you so
0: much appreciate it There you have it. Fresh, traditional baked products from a community baker shop. That's the Nichols Baking Company proposition. Thanks for listening to the third episode of Backstage with Bajan Brands. Be sure to share this episode with friends and family, or anyone who may find it valuable. Backstage with Bajan Brands is available on six platforms. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Republic, and Pocket Casts. Subscribe on your favorite platform to get episodes as they go live. Follow me on Instagram or LinkedIn at Diane N Squires to see what's coming up on the podcast next. Until then, have a great week.